This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. I made a bold statement a couple weeks ago on the show that I didn't think diesel trucks, specifically older diesel trucks, should be allowed at the drive-thru. And I said, no, that is so wrong of you to say. Everybody belongs in the drive-thru. It doesn't matter what vehicle they're running. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that back. You I ended up behind one today. An old truck. Well, that's it. If it's like a well-taken-care-of engine, the exhaust will be a lot less potent. If it's somebody who's just driven the bag off the thing for... 15 years it just chugs like an abundance of exhaust that fills the air and your car if you're behind them yes so if you're listening right now and you ordered the triple triple and you were driving the blue truck just know you started my day off on the wrong foot you should go in next time i backed my car up in the drive-thru to Which get is, away from it it's a dangerous thing Super to do dangerous. it was so dangerous there was no one behind me but still and plus you can't hear because if it, See, it wasn't loud, <laughs> this is the second day in a row at this time that you did an awesome sound effect. You know, Thank that, right? you. yesterday it was you throwing a baseball for, out of a machine. <laughs> I think I'm getting the black lung pop. It's not very well ventilated down there. We don't agree often. But I think it's official. Let's start the petition. No more diesel trucks and drive-thrus. I knew newer diesels I'm okay with. Oh, and okay. So even, it's got to be very specific. Even like well taken care of, <laughs> like I said, well taken care of diesels. Well, then you're going to have the diesel truck drivers being like, I take care of my vehicle. Yeah, that's true. How dare you? Okay, so we're going to go with, we're starting a petition. Any diesel trucks older than a 2015? Where are you yeah. at if we start this petition? Are you going to sign it? Congratulations to a big-name celebrity who is expecting another child. Fourth kid. At the age of 83, Al Pacino, my favorite actor of all time. So yeah. I got nothing but love for his career. But don't you find it a little bit ridiculous that these senior citizen men are impregnating young women? I, it's gross. His girlfriend's in her 20s. That's gross. Yeah, she's 29. Uh, same thing with Robert De Niro. He's 79. He just welcomed his seventh child. I, they're friends, aren't they? They're I think probably, so. They probably high-fived after. They were and like, yeah, look at us. I'm sure they'll be great for however many years they're around, but like, I feel like you're kind of signing your kid up for some trauma who's probably going to have to adjust to losing their father at a young age. Well, maybe they'll, after they pass, their girlfriend will... Meet someone else. No, I know, but like, I don't know. It feels super selfish to me, and I don't know why. Bringing a baby into the world when you're an 83 year old dude, like, that even feels old to bring somebody in if that's the grandparents' age. I don't know. I feel like every year the age to have kids is getting older. I understand that. Uh, but like, okay, here's just my personal experience. Okay. My parents are in their 70s now. And I'm just so blessed that my 12-year-old, or 11-year-old, sorry, has had a chance to spend those 11 years with her grandparents. It would be sad to me to have another baby and have it not have the same opportunity. And those are grandparents. To spend with the grandparents. Yeah, and so you, it. yeah, like Al Pacino's doing that as a dad, as a primary caregiver. 
I mean, I'm sure the nanny's the primary caregiver when uh, you got that much money. Yeah, when and, you're and that rich, maybe. you've got a lot of hired help. Yeah, for sure. Man, my entire algorithm on TikTok right now is how to take care of a newborn. I don't know what switched. I don't know if the universe is trying to tell me something. Okay. I am three days late. What's happening? It, this is like TikTok is like telling me something. No, you were only 25 minutes late. No, not to work. Oh, but anyway, there's all these videos of like how to swaddle a baby. I'm like, what's a swaddle? I don't know anything. But I'm learning from these. Vi- I'm actually watching them because I'm fascinated. Okay. But when you're a first time parent, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been there. Right. Unprepared. There are so many things to yeah. think about. I think like 90% of it comes down to instincts. So you, so you feed every two hours. You got to know how to burp them. They have like when they're crying. There were videos saying that newborn babies between three and six weeks just cry mm-hmm. from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Now, I, how? Imagine yourself at 83 no. years old. <laughs> Al Pacino will not be sticking around. When the, that baby is crying, him and Robert De Niro yeah, yeah. are going to the cigar bar. Well, they can just take the hearing aids out, probably, and have a nap. <laughs> There's something I need to let everyone know about. It's a reminder of a moment in history that scarred us. It was 25 years ago that Jerry left the Spice Girls. I'm sorry. I didn't want to bring it up. Really? But 25 years. Can you believe it? It feels like yesterday. 25. So you would have been what? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when you found out the news that Jerry left the Spice Girls? I have a group chat with a bunch of my friends, and my one girlfriend in particular, I think she was the biggest Spice Girls fan. Mm -hmm. Like, she thought she was Jerry. Okay. Is this the friend that moved to London? No. Since? Okay. I thought maybe that was was, part of it. No, she thought she was Emma. She thought she was Baby Spice. Okay. But they were actually best friends since kindergarten. So they were both huge Spice Girls fans. Okay. When I told her it's been 25 years since Jerry left the Spice Girls, she's like, please don't bring this up because it was her uncle that told her. Her uncle who didn't care about the Spice Girls at all, so he said it in such a nonchalant way. And then she had this breakdown. Well, yeah. Sobbing. As a seven or eight year old, like your world feels like it's crumbling. He was like, get over it. Who cares? Like, you don't understand, uncle. What if somebody would have told him that James Hetfield was leaving Metallica? How would he have handled it? Exactly. Why is it always like uh, third or fourth most important member of these bands? Jerry's, they were all equal. No. The Spice Girls, that was different. The Spice Girls were different. They were They were all equal. That's like saying One Direction was all equal and saying Zayn is just as big a deal as Harry Styles. I'm sorry, no. There is a... Who was the biggest deal in the Spice Girls to you? Uh, Posh and Baby would have been one and two, I would that's say. That's your personal opinion. Scary, as someone who- would, scary would be three. Ginger would be four. And then Sporty would be five. I think that everybody would agree. Okay, that's well, the- Sporty Spice can do backflips. So I don't know what, why you're ranking Sporty Spice last. Wow, you look really bad. Were you the Sporty? In the no, group? I was the furthest thing from Sporty. I was obviously Baby Spice. <laughs> I thought you said your other friend was Baby Spice. Well, I didn't know her back then. Oh, I had a different friend group in, <laughs> in elementary. We met in junior high. Sorry to bring this up. Yeah, does, you should be sorry. Does anybody agree, though, that my list was on point? No, of the, wrong. The power ranking of the Spice Girls. <laughs> Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven.
Today we're having a little look-see at the top seven tribute band or artist names of all time. This came up because you mentioned Barely Manilow. Yeah. So obviously it's somebody pretending to be Barry Manilow. So the name Barely Manilow, I don't know. Can you beat that? You said it didn't even make the top seven list. It didn't. No, it ended up getting booted. Okay, so I am ready. I'm ready to laugh. Don't ask us why we were talking about Barely Manilow, but it just came up. Listen, Barry Manilow is still very relevant to this day. 100%. Yeah. Okay, uh, at number seven, we have a tribute band that just loves the Foo Fighters. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to try to take guesses at what they might have called their band? (laughs) Um, I, I I can't even think. The Faux Fighters. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like Faux Fur, right? Yeah, like fake. fake fur. At number six, a band that performed at the King's Coronation, Take That. There's a cover band of Take That? Mm-hmm. Took That? Fake That. <laughs> okay. At number six, a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band, but uh, they all play the bagpipes. I don't know. The Red Hot Chili Pipers. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard of this band before, actually. I bet they're good. Yeah. I've actually heard that with tribute bands, quite often, they're better than the actual band. And I know that sounds like it's wild, but when you think about it, musicians from all over the world have a chance to imitate, mm-hmm. you know, the band that got famous. No doubt you're going to end up with a, a better vocalist. Well, even when I went and saw the Eagles back in September, I was like, Vince Gill... You wish. Unbelievable He was great. He stepped into that role unbelievably, yeah. So See? good. So good. At number four, we have a little person tribute singer uh, who loves Tina Turner. So Tiny. Tiny Turner. Tiny Turner. That's Rest right. in peace, Tina. Yeah. I'm t- still... That was, so, that was such sad news last week. For sure. Tiny Turner, I'm sure, getting a lot of jobs mm-hmm. right now, hey? Yep. Uh, the Rolling Stones have a tribute band. I'm sure they have thousands. Several. But the best name for the top seven cover band names of all time, tribute band names, at number three for the Rolling Stones is the Rolling Clones. <laughs> That's good. I still don't think any of these beat Barely Manilow, though. So why isn't that on the list? That's the best one. No. Yeah. Lisa. I mean, the Faux Fighters. That's pretty good, too. At number two, a Canadian artist. Um, Shania Twain? Yes. Okay. Wow. Nailed that. Yeah. Somehow. What? There's so many Canadian artists. Was I going How like... How did I know? Was I going like... Sh- no. And then I... Oh, good guess. Okay, so if it's a cover band of Shania Twain... Sh- oh, Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah. Did I nail it? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Shania Twain is number two <laughs> for the best seven tribute bands or artists of all time. And at number one... We have a uh, Oasis cover band, which is tough when you only got one word to Oasis. play with, right? Like okay. When you think Red Hot Chili Peppers, there's a lot of ways you can go with all of those words at your disposal to tweak. But Oasis is just one word. That's why I thought... It would be number one. It's number one. It I deserves it. I can't think of anything. Oasis-ish. <laughs> okay. Tremendous. I can't even laugh at that because it's so clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good like one, I'm, right? I'm more so blown away by So we that. got the Faux Fighters, Fake That, the Red Hot Chili Pipers, Tiny Turner, 
The Rolling Clones, Shania Twin, and Oasis. I would go to that music festival. They should do a tribute band music festival. Oh my gosh. And barely Manilow would headline. Come on. It's the best one. <laughs> okay, so I have some honorable mentions as well. Ones oh, that didn't okay. make the list. Uh, one of which was at River Cree recently. If I'm oh, not mistaken. Oh, um, the Spice Girls cover band. Wannabe is the name Wannabe of Wannabe is a great one. And today, I'm sorry if you're just tuning in now because we talked about this earlier. It was 25 years ago that Jerry left the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. It's a sad day. And another one that I'm pretty sure has been through town. I, I think I might have even seen this band out at uh, Edson at their big Kinsman Ball Tournament. August Long. ACBC. <laughs> great name. So good. Uh, feel free to hit us up if you've seen one and if you'd go to this music festival because it's actually would be an affordable thing to put on. Yeah, well, how much do you think they charge to perform? Like one one hundredth, one one thousandth of the bands. So, man, I think this is an idea. What if there was an Aqua cover band and they were just water? No. It is time for Recommend Something. We always do this when we come across something that's awesome, and we'd like to share it with you. I got together with a group of girlfriends a few weekends ago, and my friend Leah had the best color on her lips. And I was like, what's that about? Mm -hmm. What are you wearing? And she's like, Lisa, this color looks good on everyone. So I bought it, and I'm wearing it today. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it looks really nice. It's like right in between a supernatural look and like, oh, yeah, you're wearing lipstick. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a nice vibe. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to recommend it. So it's L'Oreal, which I also wear their mascara. Telescopic. You can't beat it. People are always like, what do you wear on your eyes? It's always L'Oreal telescopic. And then the lipstick is L'Oreal Intense Volume Matte, number 602. Text in right now. I'll send it your way. Yeah, it's very nice. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie today that I need to recommend. It is on Prime. And it is tremendous. Had me hooked from the first minute to the last air. Which, now I don't mean to sound rude here, kind of hard to do with you. Yeah, I have like an attention deficit disorder. <laughs> I don't know how else to word that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm not into a movie within the first 10 or 15 minutes. You're done. My phone's out. Yep. I'm making snacks. I'm outside. You're on TikTok. Throwing a ball with the dog. Yes. Yeah. So this one, uh, this one's good. And it grabbed my attention and kept it the whole way through. It's just an amazing story. Michael Jordan's parents in it are, uh, it really shows like how impactful they were. His mom was the competitive one. His dad was the like cool, down to earth. Kind. S- kind one. Yeah. And uh, just the story of how Air Jordans came to be is such a cool-ass story. Well, and how much she believed in him before mm-hmm. he was a big deal. And even, like, I don't remember a time when Nike wasn't the head of the, what do they say, the head hen in the hen house? Sure. Sure, something like that. But I don't remember a time when Nike wasn't, like, the well, shoe. Well, that's because he got signed on when? 84, 85? Yeah, that's right. So you were young still yeah i would have been too i probably had some nikes yeah maybe but back then it was all about the converse and the adidas yeah adidas is what you saw everywhere so yeah just a really cool story and it's the kind of movie that you're like oh will this be interesting and it really is i like the story how they showed how the actual shoe the air jordan Mm -hmm. came to be how it was designed by a guy who was like a shoe 
Nerd. Nerd. Yeah. It was. It's a really cool movie, so that's my recommendation. Nice. So we got a movie recommendation this morning yep. and a lipstick color. If you uh, if you win the thousand bucks today with Ryder and Lisa's one K wordplay, that would pay for pretty much the rest of your life. Amazon Prime. So just there you go. There you go. Or maybe a pair of Air Jordans. How <laughs> much of those running for these days? Well, it depends. Some of the good ones would be about a hundred K. There's a photo of a man sitting in the stands at the Blue Jays game. And you can't see his face because obviously this was taken without his permission. But somebody wrote, this man brought his own mustard to the game. What a legend. And you can see that he has a Dijon mustard in his cup holder. Mm, I get it. You do? Well, they would just have your... OG stirred. I understand. I mean, especially if it's a hot dog night or something, you're having two or three Dijon containers, usually not that big. Yeah, I heard that the Blue Jays, I may be wrong with this stat, but roughly around like 60,000 hot dogs are sold every Tuesday because they have free hot dog night at the... It's free hot dog? I thought it was Sorry, cheaper. It's dollar, dollar. Dollar hot dog dollar night. Pretty much dog. free compared to the price of everything else these days. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, you go with a pocket full of change, you're leaving with a belly full of good. This guy was just getting sick and tired of downing six dogs yeah. and being like, I need some Dijon with this. Sure. 60,000 dogs. How many onions? How many employees are crying in the back? Exactly. Because they have to chop up onions. My guess is that it's just your OG stirred. And ketchup. OG ketchup and maybe relish. And that's why you think of people who plan ahead. Mm -hmm. like this guy, he's got his stirred. And then there's people who have the sriracha. You had it for a bit on a keychain. Yeah. One of those little mini srirachas. Because if you're obsessed with hot sauce, sometimes you go to people's houses and they're not hot sauce people. That's right. They don't have anything. Yeah. So I had a little sriracha on my keychain for a while. Yeah. What do you keep in your bag? What What's on your keychain? What's in your purse? Jenny Pie texted in saying, don't judge me, but I always have a cork screw in my purse you never know when you need to open a <laughs> bottle of wine or a beer in the wild also baby wipes <laughs> there are many many uses for those yeah, yes that's true and i'm very surprised by how many of our listeners bring measuring tape with them everywhere they mm. go but i guess and i mean there's sometimes when you're at home sense and you're like will this fit in this area you just whip that baby out yeah i put one on my keychain about four months ago i'd say and i've gotten really good at knowing exactly what size things are because when i'm bored like when I'm waiting for the elevator at work, I'll measure how big the button is. I'll what? measure, well, because I just have my keys in my hand and I'm like, what am I, I'm just waiting here. How so, many inches is the button in the elevator? It's a half inch. And then like, I'll like measure the doors of the elevator. I'll measure like how far it is from my bottom of my shoe to my knee. You do all of this in seven floors? Well, just like any time I'm chilling and I have nothing to do. I'll grab my measuring tape and I'll measure things. It's What's not... the weirdest thing you've measured? <laughs> no. What? Toilet seat? That's not the weirdest thing you've measured. Lisa, you're going to get me in trouble well, here. Well, you, th you were thinking No, it. no. I was being very innocent talking about you're probably on elevator buttons. I was on the toilet seat. Okay. <laughs> what do you carry with you that's weird? My mom carries something with her during the holidays because she gets so angry when people don't have it. She freaks out. Okay, let's guess. Okay, guess Lisa, what do you is. have a guess? <laughs> something around the holiday. Oh, Bailey's. No, no, my mom's not a drinker. Okay. Eggnog. <laughs> no, no, no drinks. <laughs> that would be hard to transport. Cranberry sauce. Yes, 
Yes, Lisa. Good she guess. She carries a can, a can of ocean spray cranberry sauce. <laughs> she got so mad when she went to um, a Christmas party. She, she's like, where's your can opener? And they're like, okay, what? What's going on? And she's like, there's no cranberry sauce, and I brought my own. They were like, lady, you can't bring your own. And she still opened it. She like put it on her plate, and she was sharing it with everybody. It was hilarious. Bless her. So she yep. does that. <laughs> no judgment zone here. If no. I saw somebody pull a cranberry sauce, even though I don't oh, partake, yeah. Yeah. if I saw somebody pull a cranberry <laughs> sauce out and get that bad boy lit up, I'd be proud of them. Well, plus your mom's never getting UTIs around the holiday season. No, never, never. <laughs> I like this one from Chelsea. Good morning. My husband's aunt brings her own butter warmer for her crab to the keg. It's so embarrassing as we're always there in a big birthday group. I like it. Is that something you plug into the wall? No, I think it would be one of the ones. What are those little candles called? They're really small ones. Little candles. Come on, there's a name for them. Tea. Tea. Candles. Tea. Candle. Candle. Tea. 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 Well, I'm sure we'll get it texted into us here. By a million people being like, you guys are idiots. So I think it's one of those that you light and then it has like a ramekin above it. How can I remember the word ramekin? And I can't remember the candle name, but and you put the butter in that tea light light candles. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate you. That is a really smart idea because there's nothing worse than when it first comes out that warm butter and you're like, oh, my God, that's the best bite of food I've ever had. By bite three or four, you're trying to jam it into the now solid butter i i love this woman i would marry that aunt yeah i just think it's funny my original visual of her being like hey where's the closest plug-in or can we get a seat near a plug-in it reminds me of we have a good friend his name's dan dan duvall and he's a comedian and one of his most viral tweets is him saying um that he bursted into a starbucks once and he's like hey do you guys have somewhere that i could charge something and they're like yeah yeah yeah." like people charge their phones all the time he's like oh thank god and then he plugs in his um what are those bull bull rider things called? Like when you get on the bull and it's electronic? Okay, yeah, yeah. Electric bull? <laughs> That's the answer, right? Electric bull. Yeah, like when you ride the bull. Yeah, it's just called like a bull riding machine, I think. What happened to us? Did we both I don't know. did we run into each other and we each hit our heads? Cuz that would explain it. I think neither of us are eating enough eggs. That's, That's probably the problem. it. We need more Omegas. 780-784-7107. Mechanical bull. Mechanical bull. Is That's that, it. I feel like I said that. Well, no, but you're talking about the, the new ones. I said ones. electrical bulls. Yeah, Lisa's is solar powered. So uh, a clean thong is a text we got for things you carry along with you. It doesn't uh, take up much room, not often needed, but definitely comes in handy when you hit up a happy hour that turns into a happy bender. You know, that's giving me boomer energy, though, because for some reason, boomers, the number one tip their parents gave them growing up was always have a clean pair of underwear on you in your car just in case you get into an accident. Really strange. I think the saying is in case you have an accident. No, because if you, you get into an accident, if you get in an accident, you're going to change your gaunch to the clean ones in your purse. Maybe if you have time. No, if you get in an accident and people are helping you, you probably can't change your underwear. No, I could see myself when they're putting the neck brace on, being like, "Wait, the glove compartment. <laughs> Grab my Kirklands." 
The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.